Now on this podcast, in the past, we've talked about Bigfoot, we've talked about aliens, we've talked about the devil, we've talked about Ben Franklin a lot actually, and uh, we've also talked about a lot of murder, and the Mothman, and all these other weird cryptids, but I don't think we've ever had a callback to all of them in one place, so today... We're going to talk about the Bridgewater Triangle. Hello, welcome back yet again to another edition of Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. I'm Zach. Joining me always is Matt. Hello. Lindy. Hi. And how's everybody doing? Fantastic. Just great. Just fantastic. Can't it's help hotter, it. Hotter hotter blue, is it shit or blue blazes? What? Both. Both. It's not nasty and humid. I think it's getting ready to storm again. Storm is not good. Me no likey. We'll see how it goes. Well, I'm uh, I'm ready for vacation. Actually, when this is probably put out, I'll be on vacation. So you guys enjoyed my silence while I'm gone. Okay, <laughs> I'm sure you will. We'll I'll be on, on vacation some. too, just not over the weekend. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Well, no Todd this week. Kind of weird. Um, after having him here for what three weeks in a row, four weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three. He's got one more episode to finish up on. Come I, back, know, so. I know. Can't wait. Well, what do you guys know about the Bridgewater Triangle? You know anything at all? Have you um, have you never heard of the Bridgewater Triangle? I have, and then I I did hear about uh, a murder situation, but not until you had re you know told me the name of it, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. This is it's a weird little area. Uh, it's. I wanted to do this one a while back, and I just kind of abandoned it for for greener pastures. Uh, by green, I mean like you know, aliens, you know, <laughs> reptilians. So um, I thought I'd better finish this up, and we're really not gonna go into a lot of huge amount of details because we could probably spend three episodes on this and not cover half of it. Mm-hmm. So. Consider this like a nice little short version. Today. A rough draft. Yeah, rough draft, if you we will. We could revisit later. A little seven-page rough draft. Yeah. So <laughs> a rough draft. A speed goes. read. A speed read. <laughs> speed read. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the Bridgewater Triangle is in southeastern Massachusetts, okay? And um, it's basically a hotbed of unexplained phenomena. Um, it is probably one of the most mysterious places in the entire United States. It's had a lot of weird history and it's had a lot of strange occurrences happen there and some murder, Uh lots of murder. So 
uh, like I said, it's it's a 200 square mile area located southeast Massachusetts. It's like 30 minutes southeast of Boston. Boston. Yes. Boston. It's not wicked fair. It's not too wicked fair at all. <laughs> not at all. Um, let's see. Uh, lots of paranormal phenomena, UFOs, orbs, strange creatures have been sighted there for like 350 years. It's, it's crazy. I like the East Coast stuff like that because it like settled so much earlier. So it's so much older than the rest of the country, I think. You know, yeah, it's, it's wicked older. Wicked older. Yeah. Uh, the towns that bind this little triangle, this little 200 square mile triangle are Abington, Freetown, and Rehoboth, I'm probably not pronouncing that right. You nailed it. Um, and in the center region of this triangle is where the Hockamock Swamp is located. And that is where the Wampanoag and Narragansett Indian uh, tribes lived long before the European colonists showed up. All right. So they lived there for like, I don't know, they found stuff from 9,000 years ago that's probably related to these indians so they they were there for a while yeah so um native american folklore speaks of sacred grounds and spiritual significance attributed to this region which possibly contributes to the paranormal reputation um of the whole swamp and all the things that happened there um after the fucking colonial showed up and Fuck shit up. That's probably got a lot to do with it too. Yeah. The amount yeah. of killing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's stated that from 380 to colonial times, Native Native Americans depended on the swamp as an abundant source of game. And <clears throat> they revered the swamp for its bounty and used some of the area for their sacred burial grounds. Yeah. They both worshipped and feared the area. Uh, as the chief deity of death and disease called Hopanok or Hopamok. Uh, and Hopamok was supposedly he dwelled in the swamp. There, There is, yeah, there's a lot of game. There's a lot of things to eat in there, but there's also so many things that want to kill you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, um, I can't remember what they refer to it as. Well, it's in here somewhere. I just can't remember. Um, they they named it the Hakamok because that in their language it means where the spirits dwell. Now, good spirits, bad spirits, all spirits. The spirits with the gun. Yeah. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. So but early English colonists just call it the Devil's Swamp or Ben Franklin Swamp. Of course. So um just oversimplify. Yeah. Yeah. It's evil. It must be. Uh, being the largest, so. yeah, uh, with it being the largest f- freshwater swamp in Massachusetts, Hockamock encompasses almost seventeen thousand acres. So, it's a big one. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Let's see here. It says it uh, spreads across parts of Easton, Bridgewater, Norton, Rainham, Tauntaun. Nice. Like you'll never make it past the first marker. Yep. And uh, West Bridgewater. Um, now. During the first, I think they they called it uh, King Philip's War, or it was the first Indian War. Um, the uh, Indians used the swamp as a fortress uh, to in, to 
basically evade all the English sweaters, English settlers, because they would not go into the swamp. They feared it. So that's where they would go to Robin Hood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was their Sherwood forest. It was basically their base of operations. And that's where they launched all their assaults on all the outlying English colonies in the area. Um, When King Philip, when King Philip, or as they called him, they called him King Philip, his name was Chief Metacomet. But when he was finally killed, he was said to have put a curse on the land with his dying breath. You get a lot of that in these stories. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what was that? Was that Mothman? Yeah. Same Mm -hmm. deal, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not super far away. No, not too far away, no. Fucking colonists. (laughs) Stupid fucking colonists. So during the 18th and 19th centuries, uh, all the Euro-American settlers, they basically said, this swamp's fucking worthless. And they attempted to drain portions of the swamp to use it as farmland, but nah, didn't work out so well. Right. Um, also within this triangle is the Freetown Fall River State Forest. Uh, big forested piece of land there uh, located at Freetown and Fall River, Massachusetts. It's about 6,000 uh, acres. And this was also the site of conflict between the settlers and the Indians. Because the settlers thought it should be theirs for like yeah, just a bunch of those. white people come and try yeah. to take your shit. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's never happened. Yeah, it's ours. Said so. No, no, I liked it. It's mine, <laughs> <laughs> right? My germs. Now, since those colonial times, uh, all these bizarre reports started to happen and be told about all this shit in the in the triangle area, like giant snakes, weird creatures, ghosts missing people, and as we get closer to modern times, Bigfoot, UFOs, black helicopters, balls of light, poltergeist activity, cattle mutilations, and satanic ritual murder, no big deal. You know, you know, just, you know you're huge yeah. for a swamp. I mean, like, I have heard about... Sounds uh, like my weekend. Yeah, I have right? heard about balls of gas in a swamp, though. Yeah, it's no called swamp, swamp gas. gas. Yeah. But no, my grandpa called them jack-o'-lanterns is what they called them when he was a kid because he had witnessed some when he was younger yeah so there is some and then there's like fox fire which is like a moss that actually glows in the dark that gets you know i mean it's pretty bright yeah yeah it is we actually it fox very fire. that's cool i mean this place sounds like where they should have just filmed the whole x-file series to me <laughs> yeah so many stories in one area they just keep going yeah. back to massachusetts just come at me alien come at me bigfoot come at me Swamp gas, I guess. I don't the, know. No, the truth is right here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so from from early Indian accounts, the forest was said to have been home to a race of diminutive humanoid creatures known as Pugwudgies. I know that. Do you know what a Pugwudgie is? Yes. Okay. Like, uh, the Irish, kind of like Irish fairies. Yeah, they're in the fairy family, yeah. Uh, I would consider them more to be like the leprechaun of the Americas. Yeah. yeah. Um, these troll-like creatures generally describe it as being three to four feet tall with smooth, hairy, gray skin and large ears have a notorious reputation for mischief and mayhem. They also apparently have big pot bellies. Which just makes me think of like Monchichis. Did you, you remember Monchichis? Uh-uh. Little monkeys. 
I was thinking troll troll doll. Yeah, that, 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 that too. Oh, yeah. But a lot uglier. Yeah. A lot uglier. Yeah. yeah. They didn't have More bigger. In their belly buttons. With right. bigger ears, yeah. Probably <laughs> probably no probably no jewels in the belly buttons either, yeah. <laughs> now these uh these little uh creatures were uh once said to have been friendly to humans, but later they turned against them. Uh, and these oh, got evil... fucked over too many times. Yeah. <laughs> Can't blame us. And they were blamed for all the people responsible falling off cliffs, disappearing, or mysteriously dying by the Indians. Every time every time I hear a story like that, and there's like, oh, they used to be friends with humans, and then they turned on them. I always think of like some horror movie where, you know, these two piece of shit dudes that live out in a cab and kidnap one of them, and they think they're going to get rich. Somehow they're going to grant all, make all their wishes come true by stealing one, and then it just fucking ruins it for everybody. <laughs> That's where I went. That's where my mind went immediately. Just fucked it up for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, also in the forest, uh, some places are seemingly possessed of some side of dark power. One of the most famous places is an 80-foot deep rock quarry known as the Assinet Ledge. Ass. Annette Ledge. <laughs> more simply known as the lech these days, but um, it was said to be a scar left on the landscape by the Fall River Granite Company during the 1800s. Uh, people that visit here often speak of having a compelling urge to jump off the cliff. Ooh. And reports claim that some people actually have, in fact, jumped off the cliff to their death. Ooh. And others have spoken of having a sense of dread when venturing near the ledge. That's me anyway. I don't care what ledge yeah. it is. I don't. Yeah, I don't like. That. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a fan. And uh, it's also been an alleged hotspot for Satanists and strange cults. And some people have seen some UFOs there. Mm-hmm. It all, it's all tied together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comes together. Now there's a there's a site similar to this one called Profile Rock, and it also has a paranormal reputation. It's located in Freetown, and it's a 50 foot rock. It looks like a human face, and the Wampanoag people consider it sacred. According to legend, the image of the face is of their Wampanoag chief, Massasoit. Massasoit. And I'm glad you chose one with all the hard words. M A S S A S A S S Massasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasasas
tried to figure out the geometric shapes and drawings and writings that are all over this rock and who created them. So it's, and it's not as impressive as Stonehenge, but just as fucking puzzling. Well, they've, <laughs> they've dated this thing back pretty far and they're not sure if it's Native American, if it's Vikings or Phoenicians. You know what Phoenicians or, are, right? Or Anunnaki's. We're not going to go back that far. Okay. <laughs> uh, possibly, possibly an ancient Mediterranean civilization, uh, but it's never been determined what it was. Uh, I, I, there's, there's been some of that stuff where people found or said that they found stuff in caves where they thought at one time the Egyptians could have taken yeah. river all the way up and yeah, well, we'll get those over there. So. <laughs> Talking about too much shit all at once. <laughs> okay, the same forest sites have uh, has been known as the site of various cult activities, including animal sacrifice, ritualistic murders committed by admitted Satanists. That's for real. Um, let's see here. Uh, everything I said in the episode that I did. Mm-hmm. So some well, of them are bad. Well, some, some of them are it all off the rock. I doubt we'll get to it, but. Uh, there were a couple of people convicted and basically the satanic church and anyone affiliated with any church affiliated with saying, they basically said, fuck you. We don't do that shit. You dumbass. You didn't read. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly you didn't open the book. Because you can't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. As far as early, uh, far back is not as far back. Let's see. The 1990s is what I was trying to say. That's when the last time that they found some, mutilated animals that used that feels like yesterday i know it was for me too but uh it's also the forest also has been used by many other killers leaving behind remains of victims it's like good place to get rid of a body i think swamps seem to be yeah so yeah um there's more there's lots more um <laughs> Because of, uh, you know, it being so remote, covered in brush, and just shitloads of trees and vines, quicksand, thorns, sinkholes, all that good shit. R-O-T-S's? Yes. Okay. Yes. They, they, they say this is why that so many strange things have happened over the years. They think it's the energy of the place. Yeah, it's the accumulation of the amount of violence and nasty shit. And... Yeah, yeah. How far is this from Salem? Maybe this is where Ben Franklin was off conducting all of those. It's thirty minutes from. It's thirty minutes from Boston, so it can't be that far. Yeah, it can't be. That I think far. so. Yeah. There, Maybe this is where Ben Franklin was projecting himself from. Could have been. That's how he was getting away, getting away with it. All his, mm-hmm. all of his <laughs> secret powers. <laughs> And then I forget the town it was in actually Salem. But yeah. It was Salem Village, and then it was the name. Was oh, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I can't remember what. I probably have it wrote down somewhere. But... Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sure that we, <laughs> if we dug far enough back in our memory bank, we'd yeah. figure it out. But <laughs> Trust us, it's called something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super important. Old Salem, New Salem. Oh, uh, the original classic Salem. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it was called Old Salem, but, or Salem Town. <laughs> Hey, can I go on, Matt? Or you just yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, if you want to keep talking about Salemville over here, I can't I'm sorry. Shit continue. 
I just keep pausing. I can't remember. No, you're good. You're good. Danvers. There we go. There you go. Well, All right, we can go on now. She's looking things up. <laughs> Thank you, Google. You. Yep. <laughs> All right. I'm going to continue on if you don't care. So on top of all this other stuff, there's been many reports of a shape, a shaggy ape-like creature in the swamp, probably a Bigfoot, described as having a terrible stench. And they have found footprints that were like, "Hmm." pretty fucking big, like typical, you know, like 17 do they not have a certain name for it here? Like, you know, most no, they say they just call it a Bigfoot like creature. Bigfoot. Yeah. So they, uh, oh, we got ourselves a Bigfoot over here. Mm-hmm. Um, there are many others who have seen this creature uh, in surrounding areas, um, along with other strange creatures, like uh, a law enforcement officer who reported seeing a giant black pterodactyl like creature with. 8 to 12 foot wingspan. I'm telling you, dude, it's like bird, every man. episode we've ever fucking everything. done is like, it's right here. Is there going to be a frog creature too? <laughs> yes, there was. <laughs> and it wasn't yeah. Belgunus. So. No, it was <laughs> not fucking Belgunus. And they also have what like What did some... we call that one? Smallfoot? <laughs> yeah. Smallfoot sighting. Oh, shit. Okay, so some people claim that this large creature is the mystical Thunderbird, which is pretty prominent in Native American mythology. If, if you want to go back, I think it's, what episode was that, Matt? Is that Mothman? Mothman. We talk yeah. about Thunderbird a little bit, yeah. Yeah, and then, like, the Mothman was, or the Thunderbird was said to be black, too, and, like, have, like, white bands, like, around it. And mm-hmm. part of the wing, yeah. So I get the pterodactyl. Well, this guy says it was a pterodactyl. There were some other kids I'll tell you about later. They think it was just a giant fucking bird. Okay. Same thing, but it looked like a bird. Now, get this. Now, on top of this, some people have reported seeing a vicious red-eyed dog that is, like, as big as a Shetland pony. Oh, shit. Kind of like a werewolf. Yeah. A beast of Bray Road. Beast of Bray Road. Yeah. Like I'm saying, this is like a fucking greatest hits here. Yes, it is. (laughs) Got it all. But the one thing we haven't talked about yet... um, Giant snakes. Like oh, when they were when they were clearing out this certain area of a swamp in the early 1900s, all these guys working claimed to have seen this giant black snake that appeared to be a bigger round as like a stovepipe. Okay. When I say stovepipe, I mean fucking a big one. Yeah. That's okay. a go fuck yourself snake. Yeah. That's a you fu- <laughs> that's a your fuck snake. Yeah. yeah. These guys, that's these guys a, I'm not fled the area around here. refused to return. Yes. Yeah, I'm not standing around here to even gauge how big around that thing is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See you later, dude. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Take my chances yeah. with the fucking birds. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Who do we have here? Who do we have here? Holy shit. What's up, Todd? How's it going, Todd? I thought you were unavailable today. I was uh, told. Well, I I pretty much was till now. Plans changed. Okay. Life happens. You know. I just figured I'd pop in and say, uh, "Yo, hey yo, yo yo bro, hey yo, hey." 
Well, well, today we're talking about the uh, the Bridgewater Triangle, Todd. Oh, hey. Uh, have, have you talked pie. about the Have you talked about the uh, BBS? Big Black Snake. Yeah, it's right literally what it. we were talking about. Right in the middle of it. <laughs> Perfect timing, my man. Got goddamn nope ropes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Okay. Bridgewater Triangle. Well, keep going. All right. Well, if you don't mind, if nobody else wants to interrupt me again, I'll just keep going. <laughs> I'm not making any promises. All right. All right. I only have one job. Mm-hmm. And you're damn good at it. Okay. In 1988, two boys following a pair of giant three-toed footprints in the swamp came upon a massive black bird-like creature that neither had ever witnessed the likes of in their life. The winged monster caught a glimpse of these two boys and it just flew straight up in the air. Now these kids ran for their lives, raining their story to the police and neighbors. And hey, guess what? It was come to the conclusion that what they saw was a great blue heron. Heard that one before too, haven't we? Surprised it wasn't a sandhill crane. But these kids swore that what they saw was a hell of a lot big, bigger than heron, being being more taller than a man with half human features. And the story was laughed off and, until someone remembered another similar sighting. This was the police sergeant that had seen it earlier in 1971. So his, his account, it was that he was driving home along winter street in Marshfield comes across this giant creature standing at the edge of the swamp that looked like a bird stood over six feet tall. This thing moved toward his car and then flew straight up from the vehicle. Not out, straight up, like a fucking moth, man. It was Kevin. It was Kevin. They don't need the wings. It was Kevin. Could have been Kevin. Oh, yep. When other when the other officers uh, arrived at the scene, they saw the same thing: few three-toed footprints all along the fountain. That's all they found as far as evidence, but they were there. They were there. Yeah. Oddly enough, the place where they found these. The sighting took place was called Bird Hill, and it was called Bird Hill before the sighting took place. Probably a reason where indigenous people spoke frequently of a legendary thunderbird. So, yeah, <sighs> love to see one. Yeah, I could bring up a story about the guy from Shelbyville that shot that footage, but I still think that's a buzzard. I would love to go to the Bridgewater yeah. Triangle, but uh, I don't want to see a bird. No birds. No birds. No birds. Birds are fuck you for me too. Birds. No snakes. Bird. No birds. Snake. <laughs> uh, now, in in 1970, residents reported seeing a hairy seven foot monster running through the yards, sometimes on all fours. They they went on a lengthy manhunt for what they call the giant bear. But no animal was ever found. Okay. I like that one too. Yep. Let's see here. April 8th, 1970, two officers were parked in their police cruiser near their swamp. Suddenly, the rear end of the car lifted up in the air and then dropped with a loud bang. The officers quickly get out of the car. They look around. They train their spotlights. They see something hairy that kind of looks like a bear. And they run on it. <laughs> it's running on two legs, though. Not, the bears don't run on two legs. It runs behind the house. Mm -mm. They conduct a thorough search of the area. 
but no bear or any creature was ever found. Yes? It was Todd on stilts. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Up the back of the car thing. It almost been better if they were like trying to drive away. Never. Okay. It's okay. That reminds me of the one thing that's on my bucket list that I've always wanted to do, and that's wrap a chain around a rear end and put it to a fire hydrant and watch a cop car drive off and the rear end comes out and the fire hydrant pops off and you know. Only thing you're missing is saying, go to banana my tailpipe. <laughs> Not exactly where I was going with that, but <clears throat> okay. Cue the axle F. <laughs> what do you do with all that gun? <laughs> all right. Uh, I got a few more here. Uh, a hunter once shot a large animal in the woods that ran off and gave like a half human, half animal cry. I don't know what that would sound like. Like like an owl? Meow. <gasps> Terrifying. All right. Ah, or is it more like a ah motherfucker? Wow! <laughs> I go. was joking, you dick. <laughs> uh, you know what you did, <laughs> you right. son of a bitch! Ow. Meow. So later, he found some brown hair and blood, and and some leaves along the path. The creature fled, but nope, no other sight of creature this fled. creature. Yeah, certainly wasn't taken out of his costume and buried somewhere. No. <laughs> uh, uh, another woman in West Bridgewater heard a noise one night in her yard. Looks out the window, sees this large bipedal creature eat a, eating a pumpkin in her garden. This hairy animal looked at her through the window with reddish orange eyes. Okay. Yeah. Back to that. And then, with a grunt, took off with the pumpkin into the woods. I bet it was Ben Franklin. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Todd's sitting there looking awful innocent. The only time Todd <laughs> looks innocent is when he's guilty. <laughs> <laughs> now, all these all these sightings I've given of this like wild bear pig man thing. Um, yeah. Look out, it's coming right for us. Um, the, these were like sp- spun over a period of like 15 to 25 years. Um, and in 15 years would be pretty unlikely for the life of a wild bear. Like I, I think a wild bear, it's like five to seven years typical mm-hmm. and they're not native to that area anymore. They've pretty much been hunted out. I mean, this is 60, 70 or seventies through the eighties. So anyway, so like, Oh, must've been a bear kind of seems. Yeah, that's what they're saying. I'd go with a man bear pig. Now, there have also been sightings of uh, like a weird sea creature that was apparently like 35 feet long. And uh, that was seen in like the early 1800s. It's not the snake? It's not snake. No, this thing apparently had a turtle head poking out. Oh, no, like literally, literally, like had a, like a turtle head with horns on it, and it oh. was like it was huge, like a huge head. So, hmm. yeah, and that was like printed in the early 1800s in local papers that they kept seeing this thing. So, interesting. 
I mean, if you've even, if you see the size of like alligator snapping turtles that they've caught, it wouldn't be a surprise that one could get so large. It would just be like, fuck, that's got to be a monster. Oh, they're huge. That's already a fucking monster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking crazy. And they're walking around, stepping on those things and then pulling them out. Think if you think if it's coming up the wrong way, like you don't have the tail, the tails in front. And where's that coming past? No. Yeah. Yeah. Tail. That's no tail. That's my dick. Yeah. (laughs) It's gone now. Cause this fucking dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I do have a couple more here. Okay. All right. So there are numerous paranormal reports throughout this whole area too. Uh, Mysterious glowing eyes of unseen creatures are seen in the darkness. Glowing lights hover above trees. Uh, Native American ghosts are seen paddling canoes and down like rivers and streams. That one for some reason seems less scary. Like seeing that you wouldn't, I don't think you'd run away in terror. I think you'd kind of be like, oh, that's kind of cool. I can't believe I'm fucking seeing this. But the glowing red eyes in the woods, I'd be like, God damn, the whole ass. Yeah. (laughs) And then there is the famous ghost of the red-haired hitchhiker. Have you ever heard of the red-haired Willie Nelson? He's not dead, man. That's true. He's not dead. (laughs) Jesus. All right. Along this stretch of Route 44 in Rehoboth, uh, there's this ghostly phantom that appears in Hockamock Swamp near Route 138. Uh, Same area that's the hotbed for all the UFO sightings and shit. Um, The first UFO sighting occurred in 1760. By the way, or yeah, 1760. 1760. That's insane. That's a long fucking time ago. It's it's apparently the first documented UFO report in the entire world. Um, 1908 is the next one. That's a gap, my man. Well, still, I mean, you know, you had all those colonists moving and you probably thought it was God or angels or the devil. Or, or like, I think I think there was even a story about like Native Americans, like when Columbus's ships was coming over, like they were out there on the horizon, but had no point of reference for right. them, so didn't even. Yeah, Columbus, I think, yeah, in his his uh, journals, mentioned. Yeah, yeah, that was in 1776, yeah. not 1760. I'm I'm fucking with you. Okay. It's 1492. Um. Um, I'm letting you have your fun with me. I'm trying. Uh, In 1970, throughout the 70s, more UFOs were seen around the same area. Um, I could go on and on and on, but we're 35 Mm -hmm. minutes into this, and it's just me going, and then this happened, and then this happened. (laughs) Um, What? It did. It did. <laughs> All right. Um, let me get back to this red-haired hitchhiker. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so this red-haired hitchhiker appears on Route 44. It said, the Amman with a big ginger beard, a plaid, flannel, a plaid flannel shirt and jeans is often seen on the side of the road near the Rehoboth Seekonk town line. He said to get into cars, and then he just disappears. 
Um, I've, I've read some firsthand accounts from some of these people that have seen this. There was this one couple that apparently they had car trouble in this same area. The guy told the girl to stay in the car. He's going to go try to find a payphone. On his way to find a payphone, he sees this this person, this red-haired, ginger-bearded, plaid shirt-wearing motherfucker. Giant man. Just like kind of sitting on the side of the road. And he asks him, hey, man, you know where there's a payphone around here? The guy doesn't respond. And he asks him again. As he's, he's keeps getting closer to him, you know. And as he gets real close to him, this person stands up. He looks at him and he notices his pupils are completely white and he just starts laughing and then he disappears. And the same time that this was happening, his girlfriend's in the car and she's just got the radio on. And all of a sudden, she hears this laughing and she hears this voice say, Hi, Sharon. I see you. <laughs> and it's just laughing at her. Oh, that's so What? I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah. That's kind of creepy, huh? And there's yeah. also a, another sighting where a person thought they hit this this person, like ran over him, but they stopped the car because they didn't feel an impact. They just saw him, and it's like they just went right through him. Uh-huh. Stop the car, get out and look around. They're freaking the fuck out, and all they do is they hear this laughing. Yeah. Also, I got to be thinking about mom and dad's story about seeing the guy sitting alongside the road, like you said, that he was doing when that guy oh, yeah. come walking up yeah. to you. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. That was, that was a good one. I got chills on that one. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, then there's this retired Freetown detective. His name's Sergeant Allen Aves. He said he witnessed evidence of regular satanic cult activity in the forest for 15 to 20 years, beginning in the late 70s and continuing into the early 90s. Yeah. He said he would regularly find animals that appeared to have been sacrificed ritual ritualistically with no blood in the animal, but not on the scene either. And often here yeah, they would find satanic uh, graffiti or upside down crosses and pentagrams and i would because most of the time like the blood's drained into something to be used or yeah and i don't know have you ever heard of the fall river murders yes yep that was the one that i was talking about at the beginning that once you mentioned it i was like oh yeah i remember yeah Yeah. those took place from october 1979 to february 1980 and those were like that they were like a satanic they were a satanic cult like and they went nationwide too, because that's why the satanic panic thing said, Yeah, right and everybody was scared to death to let their kids out on like Halloween. Yeah. You can't go trick or treating, especially not if you're a blonde haired, blue eyed girl. You're not allowed outside. And I thought I would leave that one kind of just as a footnote to, because we can get back to it, that. Yeah, I was going to say that one would be just a fucking wild one to cover because it's fucking weirdos, man. Mm-hmm. And it's weird as you get. Like, yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty horrific. Some of the shit that has happened. Definite horror movie level shit. Yeah. Um, so what do you think all this shit happens in this area? I gotta go to I gotta go with the tragedy and then maybe they're You saying like blood makes the grass grow, is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then maybe I don't know, I've heard a lot of stuff about like rocks, maybe what's in the soil making things stronger, but Start adding oh. a whole bunch of shit together, and then who knows? 
rocks yeah. and water and yeah, death and I mean the a magnetic whole bunch the, of stuff that the magnetic lines in the earth. There you go. Stuff. Yep, that yeah. makes sense too for the especially for UFO sightings and stuff like that. Like what I think mm-hmm. they run on. So I mean, it just makes a good goulash, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I just I'm gonna I'm gonna blame the goddamn puckwudgies. I think it's all their fault. Well, if those two assholes that lived in the woods wouldn't have fucked with one of them, everything would have been fine. Right? Goddamn Buckwoodies. People just gotta leave. They stole my pumpkins again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buckwoodies got big. Fuck's sake. <laughs> they got real big. <laughs> the, ain't stealing your pumpkins or stealing your Wheaties. Those some bitches got you. <laughs> 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 up fucking cars. And... Oh, shit. Well, guys, that's really all I've got on this. Um, I know it's a short one, but I, like I said, it was I, I. Here's your cliff notes for it, because I mean, we could talk about one of those things and go pretty in depth, mm-hmm. for forty-five minutes on each one of those. But I just, it's like when I was researching this, what I found really interesting was the, with the fact that we've covered all these things, yeah, that are so similar in the past, and here we have. Just one little area. It's not really little, but I mean, we've well, got this compared to the country. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That all these other things that we've done all over the U.S. and then here we have this little triangle down here. It's thirty miles from Boston, Mass. Just a hotbed for it. Yeah. Just you just hobbit. did collection one. Just a just a yeah. hobbit's just a hobbit's throw away. And uh, we had, I mean, I don't know, like. 25% of what we've covered. This I think year. we definitely need a shirt um, with Buck Wedgie on it because oh, I'm looking them up and they're kind of cool. I always get weird things, flashes through my head when I start thinking about stuff and Ernest Scared Stupid came through there when I was thinking about that thing at the end of it. <gasps> yeah. Like what that thing about those movies. <laughs> know what I mean? all right well guys please continue to like rate review the podcast um that's if you want to help us out that is the number one thing you can help us do because if you do that helps build an algorithm up then more people can see the podcast on you know whatever platform you're watching it on Mm -hmm. listening to it on um wouldn't keep asking if it wasn't like absolutely important. I would keep I wouldn't keep saying it if Matt didn't have the gun to the back of my head. Um but thanks <coughs> thanks again for hanging out with us. Um until next week. I'm Zach. Spark. Lindy. And we will see you next Tuesday. Later. Later. Bye. Come on down to Odd Ed's Nibble Belt Emporium. You need nibble belts? We've got them. 
when you get in the way of like a booby vest, cause the one I've been using is getting a little dry. <laughs> We've got all sizes and all colors of booby vests. Come on down to Odd Ed's Nipple Belt Emporium. I was looking for some accents like for the headboard in my bed and I didn't know if it was cool or not, if they were like, like female skulls, if that was like a thing. <laughs> heads, heads, heads. We've got all kinds of heads. We've got skulls in burlap bags. We've got skulls in paper bags. You need shrunken heads? We've got them. Human-based lampshades? We've got them. All shapes, all sizes, all colors. We've got them. Come on down to Odd Ed's Nibble Belt Emporium. Buy one, get one free on every skull. Oh, buy one, get one free would be super fun if my brother was here. Oh, fuck, that's right. I fucking killed him. <laughs> Odd Ed's Nipple Belt Emporium, where if we can't find it for you, we'll dig it up. How many how many nipples go across the belt? Because is it it's probably an even number? <laughs>